My name is Kennedy. And it's your girl, Tarnika. And welcome to the Good for the Soul podcast. Every week, we are fully devoted to doing our soul work and are bringing you along the process. We are drawing women closer to their purpose by sharing personal stories with the Word of God while also encouraging healing, intentionality, breakthrough, and freedom. Mm-hmm, that's right, sis, because where there's purpose, there's provision. Where there's hope, there's hunger. And where there's faith, there's fruitfulness. This, this is Good for the Soul. Dear Heavenly Father, first and foremost, God, I just want to thank you, God, for an amazing day, Lord. God, just built off of your grace, your mercy, your purpose, and your love, God. God, I just thank you, God, for provision, God. I pray that you just ask um, of us just to show up, God. God, allow us to decrease so that you may increase in all that we're doing right now, God. Just be a... um, hedge of protection amongst us God allow our words to be of you and like you God um and all that we do we're doing God I pray over the vision of good for the soul and that you just keep us going keep us protected and keep us filled with love it is in Jesus name I do pray amen amen hey gifts how you doing my name is Kent my name is Nika and we were wondering could we take you out and do some soul work invite you to our house here is our podcast so that you can listen and don't forget to pay attention period we are finally here today how does it feel tiny y'all know we had to start it off with a little song had to get a little silly Listen, I, I'm so excited. I'm over here like, uh, we singing. I am so excited that the day is finally here. It has been such a journey, like, and we're finally here and we're doing it. Yes. Um, Just to see all of it come together, like, the weekend, but months prior to it, right? And, like, even before that, it's like, this is surreal, but it's happening. And we're, like, living in this moment. Living in this moment and... Before we even get into the tea of things, like I definitely want to do a huge, huge, huge shout out to Barrett because the way he held us down today, like, ooh, shout out to him. And I would be completely remiss if we didn't shout him out within the first few seconds because he doesn't even understand, like, sometimes, yo, like, you don't even understand, like, the blessing you are to us and just really believing in our vision so i definitely just want to say i love you and thank you again yes we love you so much and you know just before believing in us Period. from day one so i'm super excited to like fully fully tap in but before we tap in i think it's important that the people get to know who we are which they'll learn who we are over the podcast but like knowing who, who we is are them girls behind the microphone that <laughs> thought they could just good for the soul like the the mm. title in itself so i guess i will start my name is kennedy i am 24 years young um and i've been knowing tarnika for over a decade now we have went to the same middle school high school college together and this is truly my purpose made and so mm-hmm. this is something that we've been praying over and really just seeking wise counsel about but um yeah that's a little bit about me. What, what you got to say, sir? I'm Tarnika. Um, y'all will probably hear like can go between Neek or Tarnika. Yeah, um, for sure. I but, go federal sometimes. Yeah, we're federal. <laughs> we but federal. Um, this is truly like 
my purpose made. And, you know, like we always say, oh, like guys or whoever you're dating, they can be your soulmate. But I think when it comes to like the work that we're, we're doing and things mm-hmm. like that and friendship, just having that sense of community with each other, like true soulmate, true Truly born just, and raised yeah, from the same city from the same city and so no like you said decades like we've been knowing each other even i was explaining to my godmother as they you know were here earlier like how long we've known each other and one thing my god sister said was that's a friendship right shout out to friendship shout out to friendship and really and truly just understanding like it has been a journey to us getting to this level of true companionship like you know by definition like true companionship um And I'm just grateful to have a friend where I can do this and be serious about it um, and just take on this next challenge. So I'm excited. I'm super excited as well. Um, uh, Oh, I'm just. Yes. ah. Nope. Because we can edit this. Yeah. So we just want to get comfortable. Yeah. Period. I think I wanted to tap in, though, like good for the soul. You know, before we dive deep into the questions, before we get into like the real like nitty gritty you know within these episodes and like series of talking to the people does that the name the title in itself mean to you what does good for the soul mean well for starters let's talk about how we got to the name good for the soul Mm -hmm. let's get into it so good for the soul to my recollection at least that came about in november of 2022 here it is Eight, nine months later, yeah. and we're just getting started with it. Um, what Good for the Soul really came about is just talking about relationships. And when it comes to friendship and dating, like, everyone is always like, is he tall? Is he short? Is he a Scorpio? Is his love language acts of service? Where is his affirmation? Mm-hmm. But truly setting this standard in your life by is someone good for the soul or is what you're doing good for the soul? Mm-hmm. Like what is feeding you? What's growing you? And so I think the name of this podcast can be applied to literally your work, your friends, um, your relationships, yeah, everything, even what you spend your money, your finances, like, is this good for the soul? I think it's a very easy thing to understand, but apply across all margins. So it's really good for the soul. Yeah. I mean, everything you said, like, to a T, and I also think think it's about tapping into, like, the soul in itself. Like, mm-hmm. not just, like you said, what's good for the soul and other people, other mm-hmm. things, but, like, within you. And as you continue to evolve, I think the soul meets you where you're at, but mm-hmm. also propels you to that next level and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I think good for the soul is just, it's so well-rounded and mm-hmm. things like that. And it can apply to different areas and aspects of your life only if you allow it to, though. Right. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a soul is like something that can't even be bottled up. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not tangible. So it's like what's good for your soul, like it's truly a continuum. It's something that's never ending. Like it's something that you can constantly be like soul work does not end. Yeah. Soul work doesn't end because there's no such thing as perfection. So I think there's going to always be ways to just continue to feed your soul. And that's really what makes the process fun too. Like, you know, always challenging yourself to hit that next level up. So good for the soul. It's good. It's tea. It's tea. I think we should go ahead and jump into a question. Yeah. Um, And just kind of pick each other's brain. So do you want to go first? You want to pick a question? I can go. This card looks good. Okay, let's see what Neat got. Let's see what Neat got. (laughs) 
my question says what was i born to do oh wow wow what a good one what was i born to do so essentially i know that my purpose is greater like far much greater than like what i could ever imagine Mm -hmm. you know i think growing up where i grew up and was raised where i was raised in the south side area of richmond virginia big south side big shout out to south side they gonna get shout out shout out to south side okay so like i just would have never imagined that i was going to be able to take on as many opportunities that i took on not just in like college but even after that right so I think I was born to, and not even I think, I know I was born to make impact, to create legacy, Mm -hmm. to really go in and break those generational curses that, like, stand before those coming from, like, marginalized areas, low-income settings and things like that. And, like, showing people it doesn't matter how you started, but where you're going is going to take root of everything. So I think I was just born to just be different, like, Mm -hmm. to be different. How do you know, like, how do you know that, though? Like, for someone that's like, okay, I feel like this is what I'm born to do, but how do you know that? Yeah, I feel like I've known ever since I was younger, I was, like, different, Mm -hmm. like, I'm not gonna lie I was a follower like I was a true follower like Mm -hmm. younger younger like true follower but I knew like it wasn't right like I knew I I felt convicted and I didn't I couldn't put a word on it as a child but Mm -hmm. like conviction is real you know when you're not supposed to be doing something right and so I think you know like in your heart that you're set apart you Mm -hmm. know it's truly up to you to say like I'm gonna act on this Mm -hmm. and be different and go the route that God is taking me Mm -hmm. or I'm gonna sit right here and like do what what everyone else is doing and I like struggled at one point in my life because I'm like dealing with imposter syndrome which we'll get into like dive deeper into but I'm also dealing with the fact that I know God is calling me to do better Mm -hmm. than this I know God is so it's more of like a knowing yeah like it's like something internal battle like we talk about that all the time like it's really me versus me Mm -hmm. you know so I think for anyone like battling or going in between that it's like a knowing within yourself Mm -hmm. But you have to act on it. Right. Yeah. But you just know. So you would say you're born to create impact. Legacy. Legacy. Impact. impact. Generational curses broken. You know, all of that. Sometimes it's hard. Is it? I'm not going to say it's all the time it's hard because it's like when God has called you out of Mm -hmm. your family to be the one. And not saying people Mm -hmm. in my family aren't doing it. But when you know there's specifically Mm -hmm. a calling on your life. Right. It's hard to That burden of purpose. The burden of purpose. Get into it burden of purpose it is truly like this itch and until you scratch it Mm. you just feel it like you know you gotta do more you know it's it's truly like um like you said a need to do it's almost like I gotta get up and do this there is no such thing as me ignoring it and I think like you said just following your calling first of all let's get into the fact that I truly did not even understand calling to probably about eight months ago. Mm. Like, I feel like I had an idea and like, I grew up in church. So you always hear like, Oh, I'm following my calling and this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, but calling is different than like hearing to me. Cause sometimes I can hear stuff and filter it out. I can hear like a car go down the street and mm. not paying no money, but a calling it's like almost a ringing in your ear. Yeah. Like it is just like in your eardrum. And it's, it's something just so like the true burden of it where you can't ignore it, but for so long before it can yeah. you. It's like, you got to surrender. What was that moment for you that you were like, okay, God, like um, it's loud. Like it's loud. Um, 
and I, would, I know I need to do this. I would say that I knew because I have been on a spiritual like journey and just trying to get back whole within myself um, for probably like two, three years. But to the point where it was just too much, I would say in November. So I did a 30 days of public prayer where I went on Instagram every day and just publicly wrote prayers out and whoever would read it, read it, whoever don't, don't. But I did it for me. You know what I mean? And like, it was just one particular night. I forgot which day I started my um, 30 days of prayer, but I just knew that night, like I could not sleep Mm. physically. Yeah. Like it was just restless and your mind is going and you just can't think of nothing else. And it's just like, you know what? I knew I was like, as crazy as it's about to look, I'm about to post this prayer to Instagram and I'm just going to do this for the next 30 days. So for me, that whole process was um, just good because it's good to love God in private. But I do know like publicly, like looking dangerously in love for the Lord, like that really was like, you know what? Not only am I going to answer my calling in private, but I'm going to publicly declare and decree my love for you. And acknowledge you publicly because it's kind of like having a relationship where you private about it, but it's something about publicly like, no, this is who I follow, not just who I believe in, but this is who I follow. Mm. This is who I follow. This is who I'm in love with. This is the head of my life. Like that's God. That's Jesus for me. So I think when I did the 30 days of public prayer, that's when I was like, okay, let's make it Instagram official. Like, I'm tired of being a prayer warrior in private. I'm tired of being this way and that way. Like, I want people to see me as a kingdom woman. I want to I want to go public with it. I'm tired of keeping it in the DM. Okay, Let's go. kingdom Let's woman. Kingdom woman, heavy on it. Heavy on it. Wow. I'm just yeah. looking at you like. Heavy on it. I just love my friends. Yeah. I love it. Because it was a process. Like, I feel like I was never ashamed of God. But we wasn't like outside with it. Mm. It's kind of like one of your friends where it's like we cool and stuff like that. We had a, I mean, me and God, we just had a lukewarm relationship with each other. And truly, I just tell people like, I got sick of doing things my way. Mm. I'm like, you know what? My way don't work. So what do I got to lose yeah. by being? in public with it like at right. this point i'd have been in public in some very crazy situations so it's like what i got to lose by being publicly in love with god wow what do i have to lose everything publicly to gain nothing in to love lose. With publicly god. in love with god love him love him real love bad him. and you know i feel like and that's why i say like imposter syndrome i was going through all these different emotions because i feel like i experienced not necessarily the complete opposite. It was like always a strong love for God, but I felt like I was doing too much on Instagram. Like mm. I would always be posting about God. And I'm like, these people going to unfollow me. Like right. I need to like dim it down. And I started to dim down my relationship with God publicly because I was so afraid that people would look at me because of my past in a certain way. But I learned like through church and stuff and just like my everyday walk with Christ, that so people will have so much context of who you were then that they mm-hmm. won't make space for who you are who now. Who you are now. They will and, have so much context. And think of all the work we've done in the community. Like people know me as like the smart girl. People know me as someone who does work in the community. But 
follower of God? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, I could not 100% say that to look at my Instagram, people would know that I'm a follower of God. Not saying that I post reckless stuff. I never really have been that type. But would someone say, hey, I know she's a follower of God. Yeah. Like to get on my Instagram page now and see what you're all still up, by the way, 34 days of public prayer. There's no question who right. I am. And that's important to me. Matter of fact, let's get into the example where a couple, maybe about two months ago, me and Tarnika, um, we did a volunteer session at a juvenile detention center. Right. And one of the guys we were, he's like the volunteer coordinator of the detention center. And he spoke to us within, I would say, not even two minutes of our conversation, maybe mm-hmm. three minutes. He told us he was a father. He said, I'm a man of God. Like, that's so important. And that was so, like, big. I just that's remember so important us to looking me. at each other like, Ooh. And he just said it. Like, I know that that's who he is because when he said it, there was no pause. There was no break. Like, he just said, yeah, I'm, I, you know, I'm a man of faith. I think that was his word. Like, yeah. I'm a man of faith. Yeah. And he just kept going. So it just tells me that him being a man of faith is his routine. Right. That's and I feel not, like we just introduce ourselves in different ways. Like, I do right. this, I do that. But do we really say, I'm a woman of God. I'm, know, a, I'm kingdom a kingdom woman. woman. Yeah. Girl, Ooh. love that for us. Yeah. Like, and that was so important to me because I feel like before anyone sees me, they need to understand whose image mm. I'm a reflection of. Yeah. You know what I mean? If people can't look at me and see like oh yeah they'll grow like you know how we look at a kid oh yeah there go his his daddy nose his daddy eyes like i need them to be like oh there go his grace coming out there go his forgiveness wow. there goes his joy i want people to look at me and see that i embody my father yeah you know and if people can't get that from me like outside of having the most money the best job the best clothes if people cannot see me and feel like, like I am a extension I'm of God. Yeah. I'm not living right. Yeah. Like I want, like how we talked about it. I want people to understand, like, look, I'm a kingdom woman. I move different. You gotta, I don't want you even asking me to do certain things. Right. And this is not because I had a battle with this too. Like, am I doing too much? Right. But it's like, or they won't get it. They're not supposed to understand though. Right. Some people literally will not understand mm-hmm. where God is calling you. And stuff, and so that's where it comes to like God will remove and right. replenish. Or have you ever felt yourself like dumbing down your relationship? I know I've done it, where I will dumb down my relationship with God just to kind of not necessarily deny Him, but I code switch a lot. Mm. Like if I'm with my friends that are not religious based and not spiritual based. I don't really bring it up. Like I just code switch. Like if, if I'm not with the spiritual girls, yeah. like I'm, I'm just not with them. And I kind of like now I want that crazy faith where I no longer make others comfortable by yeah. me dimming where I'm at with it. Yeah. Like I'm going to be honest. I'm not with certain things anymore. I'm not going to condone it. You know, um, I'm going to bring God up as much as I want to. Like, I'm not going to like, I find myself, now I don't do it as much, but I definitely found myself code switching yeah. a lot where it's like I get around certain people. It's not that I'm disowning God, but I'm not tapped in either. Mm. Like you wouldn't know because right. I don't bring it up. I don't feel like if it's a comfortable situation, I don't bring up my faith with God. But I feel like in those uncomfortable situations, that's when you're supposed to rep your set the hardest. Yeah. Like and you've look, got to. 
I'm a warrior. Period. Bye. Yeah. But you know, I I feel like I used to do that a lot in the workplace. Mm-hmm. Workplace a lot. Like it would just be so much going on in the workplace and stuff. And of course they teach you like not to be religious or don't mm-hmm. tap into like keep your beliefs at home and stuff. And I would say with my most recent position, because of the work that I was doing, I had to tell these kids about God. Mm-hmm. I work with kids. There is a, and youth, you know, mm-hmm. teenagers and stuff, there is a attack on our future generation. Yeah. A big attack on our future generation and stuff. So like, that for me was stepping on my comfort zone of like mm-hmm. boxing myself and confining like myself and my love for God in and like more so moving to a place where I'm living out comfortably. Yeah. Um, and speaking his name. Yeah. I mean, to know me is to know I keep my Bible on my desk. Mm-hmm. I don't have nothing on my desk at work. I packed my desk up two months ago. It ain't been nothing on it since, but the one thing that will be consistent is the Bible. You will see mm-hmm. the word, wherever I go it actually not to be dramatic but to be dramatic if that's what fits for you I don't feel comfortable if my word is too far from me Mm. I genuinely do not feel comfortable if my word is too far from me and when I feel like I don't have my word I am calling Tarnika because I know she the closest thing to the word if I can't get to the word I'm calling the word you were having the off day at work and quote me if I'm wrong it was something going on you said I had to go to Dollar General or Dollar Tree yes, and go and get, get me a Bible. I said I had to go get a Bible because <laughs> I'm like, the one day I'm having a horrible day at work, I'm looking in my drawers, I'm looking at my bag, and I'm like, I know I need my Bible. Mm-hmm. I, it's like forgetting your keys and your car. I'm like, I know I ain't leave my yeah. Bible. Let me go get me a King James out the dollar store. Yeah. Got to have it because I feel like. That's just so important. Mm-hmm. Just how I put on my shoes, I grab my Bible. Yeah. Like it is so second nature because even if I'm so stressed and I can't even read the words off the page or find a voice to speak it out loud, just having it near me, yeah. it just brings me so much peace. I mean, honestly, even if it didn't bring me a lot of peace, I still have more peace with it than without it. A win is a win. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I should still have it. So mm-hmm. Guys to keep it. Guys to um, keep it. Let's let's let me pick a card. Yeah, let's tap into it. We, yeah, into we didn't jump into it. Let's jump. Um, okay, I, I was gonna cheat, but it's okay. Okay. What what do we have? Ooh, okay. They trying to get in my business. I don't like that. What does it say? It says, "What am I secretly not telling myself?" Whoa. What am I not? Se- what am I secretly not telling myself? Wow, I just came out of a state of delusion. (laughs) (laughs) If we're being listen, all good for the soul. One thing we're gonna live in is our truth. Is our truth is is crazy as it sounds. Yeah, I just so at this time, if I'm being a hundred percent honest, I do feel vindicated because right now I don't have any secrets against myself. Like, but two three weeks ago. I was in a place of delusion. Mm. I was definitely um, in a place of delusion. And I guess what I was, well, what am I secretly not telling myself? Um, I guess that's basically just asking what am I avoiding? So to say what I was avoiding is um, sometimes no answers 
are a big answer. Yeah. Sometimes nothing is something, if that makes sense. And I was in a situation where I was getting a lot of something, but it was really nothing, if that makes sense. A lot of some things, but in the end, wasn't really nothing. But because those somethings felt like something, (laughs) I was making it something when truly it it really was nothing. And so the secret that I was keeping from myself is it's a no. Like, I feel like in secret, I was just like, it's it's a no. Mm -hmm. Like, I wanted to tell myself this made sense or this was working out. But, you know, I think my I was just hiding my own self from the fact that it becomes a place of delusion when you know but you avoid that no wow like and the accepting the accept, yeah the accepting like and I don't so, want to accept this you know so I'm gonna right. start create creating and because I don't want to accept it I'm going to avoid it see I was in a situation where Ooh, I could have got the truth a long time ago yeah a very long time ago we're looking (laughs) (laughs) we're looking because i could have definitely gotten the truth a long time ago but it was a situation where where i was getting some things i wasn't delusional for no reason but it was still very much you know some things that were really nothing, if mm. that makes sense. I don't want to give them all the tea because yeah. I'm still. We just getting I started. Just, I just got vindicated, y'all. So I can't give you all the tea, but if you know, you know. Yeah. And the girls that get it, they get, get it. it. And if they don't, they don't. They don't. Or you'll have to find out. But like right now, that's that's where I'm gonna leave it. So right now, I am vindicated. I'm being completely truthful, and it does feel good. Mm-hmm. It Definitely. does feel good. Definitely. So, ooh, that's good. Yeah, that's, that's good. what I'm not telling myself. So, ooh, it. that's tea. That's tea. I just thought about it. Like, I think the person, if they hear this, yeah, they're going to know. Yeah, that's fine. That's cool. That's cool. We're living in because our I think truth. they feel that drawback. Yeah. Like, I think now that I'm done keeping secrets from myself, mm-hmm. like now I'm only operating I'm in truth and what it is. Secrets from myself. I'm oh, done keeping. Oh. Look, sometimes you got to speak it out loud and yes. affirm it. I'm done keeping secrets from myself. I'm done having my heart and my mind speaking two different languages. I need them in tandem. I need them. Oh. Yeah. I'm oh. done letting my heart and my mind be on two different pages every night. Every night, I need my heart and my mind to be on the same page. Y'all, because, I'm holding my head right yeah. now. Because not you playing on this first episode. Yeah. I need my... But seriously, like, going to life saying what you need. Like, even... Let's go back to the 30 days of prayer. I got comfortable telling God what I need. Mm. Not I just need happiness. No, because you got to get specific you gotta with get God. Specific. I need my heart and my mind to be on the same page. Yeah. Like, let God know what your <laughs> struggle are. We, um, and it just brings me to this point. I remember my cousin telling me this a long time ago. She said, Neat, what's your dream car? Mm. So I said, oh, you know, I want a Porsche. Oh, I'm not into cars like that. Like, I'm right. grateful for what God has blessed me with. Right. And she was like, go into detail, like describe, like really go into detail. And I could not 
give her detail. Wow. I couldn't give her detail. And she could, right? Which is amazing. But I bring that up to say we can go into so much detail about other things in our lives, materialistic things, Mm -hmm. things that we want and we desire, but we can't go to God about our needs. Our needs. Our needs. We're just so, because we play God like he a small guy. And that man is a big man. Do you need happiness? Like, I mean, because what, what, what is happiness? What is like, that you gotta like be, because happiness can be unhealthy. I can say I need happiness, and that could be doing hard drugs. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> Do you need happiness? Like, get specific, you gotta though. Get specific. God, outside of happiness, I need my kids to be going to bed well fed. I ain't got no kids, <laughs> to be That's clear, ridiculous. but. To be clear, but like, I need my kids to have a full stomach every night. That's what that would make me happy, yeah. right? Like, tell God what would make you happy. Stop saying, God, I need peace. I no, need healing. What do you need peace about? Right. What would bring you peace? Right. Yeah. I need healing. Okay. Healing on what? What aches your heart? Yeah. Your mind. That's that's what we go with. Your neck. Digging. Healing with what? Can we talk about the pruning? The pruning. That's Ooh. and we don't have to dive deep into it, but. I needed that. I had to pray about that. The refining. The refining. Honestly, I prayed for refining before I was ready for refining. Yeah. I don't even know if that's what I truly, matter of fact, it may have been what I needed, but I know it's not what I wanted when I asked for it from God. Mm. I asked God for refining to break me down, to strip me away. And then I was sad, like, and depressed. Like, I don't even know if that's what I... I know it's what I needed, but it's not even what I wanted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, a couple months ago, I was like, God, reveal this situation. Like, if it's not meant to be, take it away. And when God took it away from me, I had my lip poked out for three weeks. I think that's the the most intense prayer. Yeah. God, if it's not for me... Refine me, break it. If it's not for me, please remove... Yeah, I will tell... Yeah, I... Be prepared. Yeah. Be prepared. Be prepared. Because you could say, God, take anything. You know, this job ain't for you. You could lose your job. And you'd be like, wait a minute. Hold on, God. I ain't mean it that way. Yeah. No, he going to do what be he want to do. Be intentional. Watch your tongue when it come to God. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. that's a man that can make it happen, not even at the snap of his finger, but the, the thoughts of his mind. Before he existed, he existed, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, God just was. Yeah. Like no one made God just was and he always is and will always be. So that's why you gotta be careful what you say Not to God. She's eating the girl. <laughs> you gotta be you gotta be episode. careful. Cause this is a man where what they thought he like, oh, with a snap of the finger, with a like not even with a snap of the finger. Mm. It just is with him. It just is and it will be. So it's like be careful what you ask an almighty man. It's kind of like how you have a friend and it's like, I'm not going to ask her. I feel worsome because I know if I ask her, she's going to show up and she won't mind. I hate to feel bad. Have that same attitude with God. Be very, like God even tell you to be slow with the tongue because what, anything that you ask for, um, he can do. So just right. be careful what you ask for because if he make it happen, that's on you. Absolutely, absolutely. So, all in all, because I want to know and stuff, mm-hmm. what are you hoping the girls and you know everyone, everyone in general who genuinely support us and just want to continue to see us grow in all that we're doing? So, anyone who taps into this, what 
are like two to three things or maybe just one solid thing that you want the people to take away from good for the soul that's a big question what do I want people to take? Because I, I feel like every time to, yeah. we say this, I have a different answer. And that's fine. But like, I would say, going back to just keeping secrets with yourself, mm-hmm. what I want people out of all of these different episodes you're going to listen to out of everything, find that secret place of your heart that's been neglected for a yeah. long time. And just nurture it. If there is one thing that I could just truly ask for everyone on every episode, no matter what we're talking about, find that secret place of your heart and nurture it. Give it a hug. Give it some acknowledgement because mm. it probably needs it so much more. Yeah. Like that, that, that secret place. Cause we're going to touch on so much where it's not that it's out of mind, but it's out of sight, yeah. which makes it feel like it's out of your mind. So just find that secret place and, you know, nurture it, give it a little hug because that's, that's what soul work is. Yeah. So that's wow. what I want to do. Let's do some soul work. Let's do some healing of the healing in the hidden valleys. Ooh, wow. healing in the hidden valleys. I love that. That's what we doing. I just love my friend. Healing in the hidden valley. She's so adorable, <laughs> like so adorable. But I mean that seriously. Uh, just okay. so beautiful. What I about you, Sugar? I really okay. Two things. I want people to understand when it comes to us, and I think I've I've shared this before that we are just as human as y'all. Period. Can mention like twenty four years young, twenty four years young myself, right? And mm-hmm. so we're forever learning and evolving, and I want this to truly be. Not just with us growing in our relationship and stuff, but essentially growing in with the in the relationships that we're pouring out to other people, right? Mm-hmm. And so I want people to see us as people who are following God, individuals, women who are following God, but also humanizing. Right. Us. Humanizing the process. Yeah. Because we the are process. not going if you want a podcast where we get it right every time and when we don't drilling the same point like this is not gonna be yeah. for you because sometimes a part of healing is repetition of the process Ooh, yes doing and it again doing it again and yeah. not getting it right on the first if you got it right on the first time every single time that's not growing that's just being yeah and no one has the power to be unless you're god yeah so at some point you gotta grow and you gotta get it you wrong so evolve. just be you gotta evolve so yeah. be a part of that process of growing with us yeah we can't be without having the process yeah. you know what i mean it's just the feedback i want to hear it all like yeah i want to hear from people how your soul is working and how it resonates yes. yeah and like because how our soul work is not gonna work for the next yeah. person we, we're just too different and just some like sometimes you're just meant to listen right and mm-hmm. so some things may not fully apply to you but it can be a message for someone else mm-hmm. you know and so aside from wanting people to understand that we're human and to humanize our experiences and to continue to extend us grace as god will right show us compassion through our episodes and stuff like that because this is a process we're new to this like and this is going to be but i'm so grateful to just be doing it and like it's off a sheet of paper and right in front of us like it's happening it's happening so. I want people just to love it, just to love themselves. And like you said, like to understand, like it goes deeper, mm-hmm. it goes deeper than because 
we may say something right and you're like say for instance 24 25 years old and it may tap and resonate with the child in you you know right and so a lot of my experiences a lot of what I've experienced will stem from childhood up until mm-hmm. like adolescence, teenage years and things like that, that shaped me to become the woman I am today. So like trusting the entire journey, but also catering to the the child in you. Cause I think that's where it stems from. A lot of things stem from. Yes. Well, this has been real gift family. I cannot wait to see y'all. On the next episode, I'm super excited of Good for the Soul. That's really happening. Yes, that's really real. That's really here, and I just can't wait to connect and love on you guys so much more. So, until next time, this is Kennedy. This is Tarnika. Y'all stay connected with us, and this is Good, Good for, for the, the soul. soul. Bye. Love y'all. Love y'all.